Good morning. So good to worship with you again. There is something that I was thinking during the worship that, you know, let there be a, a greater increasing awareness of what it really means to be part of the body of Christ and part of what God is doing because it's not limited to a, a location. You know, and we are not just a handful of us here worshiping, but there is something, you know, happening in a worldwide scale right now that God is moving and he is bringing his body together. You know, and that's what we're gonna find here in our second chapter of Ephesians, that this has been, you know, a mystery that was revealed in Christ. And that's what we're doing here. We're, we're participating in the unveiling and the unfolding, the revealing of a plan of God that has been forever in his mind, but it is always in action. So God is always doing this. You know, and I'm going to read this verse again that I read in the beginning. It's uh, Deuteronomy 29:29. The Lord our God has secrets known to no one. We are not accountable for them, but we and our children are accountable forever for all that he has revealed to us so that we may obey all the terms of these instructions. And that's how I want to kind of, as we progress along with Ephesians, you know, what are like simple steps and instructions that we can take home? Yeah. Right? I mean, so, I mean, not, we're not going to be talking about the mysteries of, you know, how many angels exist, because who cares about that? You know, but what are the things that we can do here in, in our own lives and in our relationships that are being revealed to us, okay? So I'm going to read. If you want to make a comment, ask a question, just stop me, okay? And we're gonna, I think we're going to just keep doing one chapter at a time. So uh, remember that when Paul wrote this, it did not have verses and chapters. It was just a letter. So I'm going to read the last two verses of chapter 1. And he put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Remember that the word for church is ecclesia, that just means the gathering, the congregation. It's not a building, it's not a, a religion, it is just the gathering of God's people, just like the, the congregation of Israel in the, in the wilderness. When it says Moses gathered the congregation, you know, that's the, the same word, ecclesia. But it was another word in Hebrew, but was translated as ecclesia in the Greek. 
And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in, the, in which you formerly walked, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of this spirit that's now working in the sons of disobedience. Among, among them, we too all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging in the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. And raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. This is awesome. I mean, this is huge. You know, so that what he's saying here, and he will continue to explain, it's like, so this is a letter to a, a Gentile, mostly Gentile church. And he's saying, you guys were without God. You did not have an, a covenant with God. God made a covenant with Abraham and his descendants, and we were all in the world without that covenant. But God, being rich in mercy, you know, he chose to include all of you, all of us, right? So that in the age to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. Which one? For we are his poem. The word in the Greek is, we are his like unique piece of art. You are his like the, the masterpiece. masterpiece of this craftsman, you know, and, and he's going to keep revealing and showing, you know, I love this. Uh, so that in the ages to come, he might show the surpassing riches of his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Like, I'm going to show you throughout eternity what I turned you into, each one of you. You know, how I, I rescued you, you know, and you were lost, and, and, and I'm bringing you in. Therefore, remember that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision, which is performed in the flesh by human hands, Remember that you were at that time separate from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel, 
and strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Somebody's moving there. <laughs> but now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our shalom or peace. Right? He is our restoration. He is our healing. He is bringing us together, you know, Jews and Gentiles. There's no more war. There's no more animosity. He is our shalom, right? And, and this is huge. For he himself is our peace, who, have, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by abolishing in his flesh the enmity, which is the law of commandments, contained in ordinances, so that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace, shalom, and might reconcile them both into one body to God through the cross, by having put to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace, peace to those who were near. Why is this part going Because I think it's a, a quotation from Isaiah 57, I think. Let, let's take a look there. 57 what? 19. Creating the praise of the lips, peace, peace to him who is far and to him who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. Okay? So this is uh, in caps in verse 17 because it's from Isaiah 57. For through him we both have our access in one spirit to the Father. For through Christ, we both, both groups, have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, somebody would ask, what is the takeaway message here? <laughs> right? 
Well, I think that the takeaway message for me is I was thinking about that and we could almost uh, refer to uh, Romans 11 that is talking about the Gentiles being grafted in in the olive tree. You know, and then you, you, you were the wild olive and you were grafted in. You know, so to me, the, the takeaway message for me here is that God is all in, including us, but not replacing, not getting rid of, of the, the olive tree, right? And then what happens with, with the history of the church is that it always comes this spirit of division that comes to separate and then you 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 consider yourself better than others you know because you you're not from my church or my denomination you know so we are it right and and that's how the jews thought about themselves and that's what paul was saying here at, at first that's how it was because they had a covenant with god and they were included but it didn't it was a plan for god to come and through christ through the seed of Abraham, bless all the families and all the nations of the earth. You know, so the fulfillment of the covenant with Abraham was a mystery that at first looked like it was, you know, exclusive. But through the seed of Abraham, meaning Jesus Christ, it is all-inclusive and includes everyone. And then he's like, he's removed in his cross uh, here, by abolishing, verse 15, in his flesh the enmity, so that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace. And that's what kind of we were talking before the worship, you know, that God is into, in this business of, hey, you're all different. You know, Paul goes over that in, in Corinthians and all of his other letters, you know, like, you're like members of one body, you know, like the hand cannot say, I cannot have no need of the eye, you know, and meaning we're all going to be different, but at the same time, we're being, we're going to have to be one by his spirit. And that's how we have access to God the Father, is through this oneness, right? So, uh, I don't know, any, any other comments? No, I finished. Um, here's verse, I have this like study Bible, which is really fun because it, it kind of um, goes a little further. And, you know. It says, um, this was verse 14 through 22. This is their analysis of it. Mm -hmm. There are many barriers that can divide us from other Christians age, appearance, intelligence, political persuasion, economic status, race, theological perspective. One of the best ways, this is all I, I want to read this, one of the best ways to stifle Christ's love is to be friendly with only those people that we like. Guilty. Guilty as the day is long. Fortunately, I mean, I'm guilty, okay? I'm, I'm just saying me. I'm not pointing any fingers. Bill Davis, guilty. Fortunately, fortunately, and this is what you're just reading, Danny, fortunately Christ has knocked down the barriers 
and has unified all believers in one family. His cross should be the focus of our unity. The Holy Spirit helps us to look beyond the barriers to the, uh, to the unity as we're, that we are called to endure. Yeah. So you really need the Holy Spirit to cleanse our minds from our conditions. Yes. Uh, we were, I was saying yeah. that last week. It's like I'm conditioned from the way I grew up. Yeah. Um, and the living room fellowship. How about that one? That conditions me. And, and, and I'm not saying it's all negative. I'm just saying I've been conditioned. But that's why Christ taught us to love our enemies because he said if you only love the one that, that loves you back, you know, you're just the same as, as, as them because yeah. yeah. even your, your, an evil person can love their own children, <laughs> right? Yeah. But, but he, when he taught us to love our enemies, he, yeah. that's what he was saying. Yeah. It's, it's, He's it's, looking for more character than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then, you know, in Corinthians talks about, you know, he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. You know, so he, he, he did not give, give us, he did not give us the ministry of division, right. <laughs> of judging. Right. You know, and then, I mean, so if you're guilty, I am guilty. We're all guilty, guilty here because at one point or another, we, we end up judging and we ended up, you know, like, oh, no, but we, we have this thing that's special here. Yeah, we, we all should be special because we're all workmanship, but we're only made perfect and complete in our oneness. You know, and that's where we're going to lead on chapter 4, you know, and then it's like, you know, that you may be made perfect, you know, that you grow up by speaking the truth to one another in love. You know, and that's the equipping of the saints and all of that. So to me, what I, I, I'm taking home here this morning is I don't want to be a channel of division. Amen. You know, whether it is because of my doctrine or, or my style of worship or my, my, you know, my political ideas, you know, and my upbringing, my, you know, cultural, whatever. You know, so we, we come and say, Lord, by your spirit, help us to be moving in the same direction that this chapter is talking about here. Because otherwise, you know, I'm actually going against what is God's plan. <laughs> you know, and, and it's sad because, you know, in Corinthians, we read that a couple of weeks ago, I think. You know, if you say I'm a Paul and I'm a Apollos, and you know, then you aren't you just like mere man. You're, I cannot talk to you as spiritual because you cannot listen because you're allowing this same level of division. Like you know, the, the story you were saying. Oh, I'm not coming to your house anymore. You know, because we cannot agree on, on this one point. You know, and then how can we allow that? in our hearts and our spirits and call ourselves Christians. You know, when we are allowing small differences to become greater and more important than what Christ came to do and what he's actually, in John 17, praying for the Father that we may become one as him and the Father are one. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, 
in order that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Amen. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax gatherers do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore you are to be perfect as heavenly. Is there another word for perfect? Because that's a tall order. No, but perfect, like, la, la, you know, so then our prayer, my takeaway message would be, you know, that I may be perfected in his love, this love that he, because he talks so much about how he bestowed his love on us, and he, by his mercy, like, we were not, we were lost in the world without him, and by the blood of Jesus, you know, so... So perfect us in love as we channel the real love, you know? Yes. Well, another word for perfect is mature, mm -hmm. you know, like complete, okay. holy, okay. yeah, perfected, mm -hmm. right? But in the meaning, in the mean, meaning, Define. you know, you will reach what God created you to be. You know, you're going to be the fullness of what you, you, you're, you're destined to be. We were talking about being destined, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's the whole thing to me, you, you know, uh, life, Ephesians, not Peter. You know, that's, that's, Paul is leading this letter to, is for me, is until we all attain the unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Right? So that's what, what Paul's heart here was like, I want you guys to grow up. I want you to be equipped. I want you to be exactly 100% what God predestined you to be. But how is, are you going to do that? Right? And then he said, as a result, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of man and by the craftiness in the seed scheming. Because remember, he was preparing the church for, we read that in, in Acts. Remember last week, he said, when I die, these false teachers are going to come among you. You know, and they're going to come with all these weird teachings, and you need to be prepared so you don't fall into this trap, right? And that, that's what he was saying here in this letter. And then in Revelation 2, he said, you, you did well resisting the false apostles and false prophets, but you need to go back to your first love, right? So as a result, we're no longer to be children, but speaking the truth in love, we're to grow up in all aspects, into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by that which every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building of, up of itself in love. Paul is Exactly. Over and over. Guy who did work on it, he did come back, and, and we had no problem. But 
what I started tripping on was he attacked me for my opinion, right? And so um, that's what I was saying. I, I felt attacked for something that was, I thought was super petty. So then I was playing in my head all week. I go, okay, so what am I guilty of? What am I really guilty of in my life? You know, And I don't mean like stealing or lying. I mean, what am I guilty of in my nature that doesn't accept people and love people and all that? And I just see, I got to go all the way back to heaven. I cover up. This is me. I cover up things that God wants me to let go. It scares me. And, and, and I'm afraid. And, and, and I'm not... Dramatizing this. I'm just saying, what am I guilty of? I'm guilty of not accepting how much he loves me because I try to hide from him. And Paul's saying, don't do that. Don't hide from what he's given you guys. Share it with each other. And don't and don't compare. Don't compete yeah. over it. Don't, don't beat each other over the head. I got more of him than you got. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, the Jews had a certain level of who they are, and the Gentiles were late to the parties, you know, but God loves them all. Yeah. He loves us all. So my guilt was to continually put the fig leaf on the things he's trying to take away from me and hide them again, and and that cuts me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I feel less than, and then I feel blah, 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 blah. And so I, that, that, that was my meditation this week, Bill. Take the damn fig leaf off. And, 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 and in lots of areas, because what happens when I get attacked by somebody for something stupid, then I feel less than. You know? Yeah. How could I make a mistake in voting for Trump? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's a dumb example, but it's the same spirit. It's the spirit of my opinion is better than your opinion. You don't know what the, you know, and it attacks you and tries to tear you down. And I'm going, no, I don't, I'm not invested. I don't even care about Trump. I, I think he's kind of a caricature, almost. He's a, he's a cartoon character, almost, to me. And I find it hilarious. But, um, but I don't like being attacked when I'm being open to people and, and, and you know, not being able to bridge that gap. Instead, I'll, I'll go hide and you know, try to heal and then come back and you know, do it again. So. Yeah. Anyway, it's just interesting how we treat each other. Yep. Got to keep working on that. At least for me, I have to keep working every day on how we treat each other. It's so true. I keep thinking of Christ because he's our example. He's teaching this, and then people want him to take down the Romans. And and he never did. When that Roman soldier came to arrest him, Peter cut off his ear. He healed the ear of that Roman soldier. He never went and protested and said, well, um, we want to, I want to overthrow your government, or you know, he there was something in, 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 in how he lived, in what he taught, in, 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 in this love that's that's divine that we only comes from God as humans, you know. So I, I, I believe that his grace is enough, that his blood is enough to cover us so we can take remove all our feelings that we all come, yeah. right? Because it's yeah. so embarrassing to be human <laughs> to have these thoughts and feelings. So we come, you know, and so I, I come and I surrender and I let his blood wash over me and I, I want to love like he loves in, in this manner. Yeah. And I mean, and, and then I think that he is the example of how to walk with God, right? 
And then how, then we can look at how he related to people. You know, so how did, re- he, I was reading about that this morning, you know, that, you know, it, you shall not commit adultery, right? The Pharisees bring that woman, hey, she was caught right in the, you know, in the act, you know, and what, what are you going to do? You know, and then clear example is, like, okay, who has not sinned? can cast a first stone. You know, because he was saying, I, I did not come to judge. You know, I came to forgive and to give you another chance. You know, and the Samaritan woman also, you know, so I, I look at how we are guilty. I'm guilty of how I, I impose my opinions. You act as a judge. And you act as a judge. And then you, 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 you give yourself the right to become a crusader for Christ. You know, and start killing people because they, they're not thinking the way that you think. You know, and that's what, what is the history of the church. You know, and, and then you have all this danger of, you know, the, the, the disciples say, hey, we want you to be the king. So my kingdom is out of this world. I'm not getting into politics. <laughs> you know, Jesus did not get into politics. You know, but he, he was like opening the door for a relationship with God, you know, like never before. And then like when he died and, you know, Mary was hanging on to him like, hey, let me go. I'm, I have to go because I have to go to my father and your father, my God and your God. So he was opening a door for a relationship, not for another religion, not, a, not, a, not for another way of controlling people and judging people. And that's, I think, that where we all need to be honest and repent. You know, because whenever we do that, we are, going, we are the Antichrist. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are doing what, what Christ did not come to do. Amen. You know, he came to reconcile and to redeem, not to exclude and, 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 and condemn anybody. No. Reach at her. He saved her life. Yeah. 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 You know, we, and, and wherever we house this uh, seed of judging, of being critical, of being dis- divisive, you know, Lord, I want to repent of that. You know, and, and I, I'm honestly saying this because I, I know I have that in my heart. You know, and things that were spoken, talked about me, you know, that, that I go like, these are my enemies because they lied about me or they did this about me. And I, I need to turn that around and say, okay, I'm going to love you. I'm going to bless you. Because Christ died for us to be one despite our differences. Despite our, you know, different points of views and, on anything. He wants us to be one. <laughs> and I want what he wants. Or I want to want what he wants.
And we are supposed to grow to the fullness of his stature. work and forth 15 hour 20 hours a day to show how dedicated 
He's kind of going, you don't need to do that. Oh yeah, but I do, man, because I'm really dedicated. Way more than that guy. You know, and guys go, well, okay, let's see how that works out. Yeah, how does yeah. that work out? And so there's lots of little ways I do that in my relationship with God. And I go, oh yeah, Christ was okay, but I still gotta work this thing out and show you how I got it. I gotta show you. Yeah. And he's going, no, it says right you don't, you, you can't show. He already knows, you know. But a human, therefore, I will <laughs> approach you in my humanity. And, and that, that danger is always pre- present before us. You know, because we, we have this nature in us of being religious. You know, so I'm going to do this and I'm going to be a better Pharisee than that guy. You know, and look how long my tassels are. You know, and like look at how long my curls in my, you know, you know because I am way more, you know, perfected in my religiosity than the other person. Our, our brain loves it too, and they'll point it out to you. Right? Yeah, you know, and then, I mean, and so in one sense, being honest, you know, everything that you can read about the Pharisees here today, you can read about Christianity. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And, and how we look, I'm including myself, because I'm not, I, I am a Christian because I believe in Christ. But a lot of times we look down on people because they do not do this and they behave and they live a certain lifestyle and, and all of that. But look at me, how I go to church or I work for a kingdom business. You know, and then I, this is what I, I want to take home. For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God not as a result of works that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. 